Do you like retro video games? Then you should check out the Nerdcade Retro on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. If you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the Nerdcade Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. If you like the Open Micers podcast, but you think I'm too handsome, check out the Jester's Court podcast hosted by my fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn, found wherever podcasts are given away for free. And of course, we also want to shout out our lovely other Patreons over at patreon.com backslash Owen Podcast, including Derek Diamond, O-Rob himself, Mr. Robbie Hennig, and I am the Rampage. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Am I the guest on this week, Open Micers? can't hear any music that means i must just fill this silence with my talking yeah i I don't know because uh nothing seems to be working on my computer right now which is par for the course because everything's falling apart and i'm about to have a mental fucking breakdown i my name is jason robbins my name is jacob craig um (laughs) yeah i think you're just you and everything you own is over 50 years old yeah what it is yes what it is everything's just falling a fucking part around me and i'm done (laughs) <laughs> no i definitely have that feeling where like i feel sometimes like literally everything is falling down around my ears and at the same time like i'm the only person who has a sane like train of thought where it's like obviously this is you know the next event that should occur and everyone else in the world is just like no you're fucking stupid <laughs> <sighs> I get the feeling. Uh, I don't know. I mm, Nothing's working like it's supposed to, man. Dude, Monday, we were supposed to have a guest. We had uh, uh, Monty, um, what's his last name? Uh, Monty Franklin. Monty Franklin, uh, a well-known comedian, coming on the show here. And, yeah, of course, my He just inter- did Rogan. Yeah, he, he, like, oh, he opens up for Joe Rogan and like all other kind of people. Yeah. Um, and we didn't get to talk to him because my internet just... Just decided to just take a big old shit. Just a big old yeah. shit over the last couple of days. And, uh, of course, it took two days to get a technician out here. But I did get a brand spanking new uh, uh, modem today, which which is nice. It's running really well. But then I get up here to, to do the show, and my computer is just running like uh, it's... Um, it's, uh, it's, you ever have those dreams where like you're trying to run from something, but your feet are just like in sludge and you're moving in slow motion. That's what my computer's doing. Like it just, it's like, it's moving through sludge. So I decided to restart it, which is like a 15 minute process. And then I c- it comes back on. Nothing's working and everything's crashing. Soundboards crashing everything. So I, I don't know what to do. I'm just kind of, I'm at a point where. I, I'm really just about to, like, I don't know, have just some kind of a mental breakdown. Well, you know, you can uh, you can put a new hip in an old broad, but can't ride her any harder, Jason. <laughs> just can't I do it. I need a new computer. I've, I've needed a new computer for years now, but here's the problem. I don't have the money for a new computer. Yeah. Especially with all the car problems I've had this year. I've had to replace my air conditioning. My radiator blew up. So if anybody out there is like, if any of your, if any of our listeners are like a millionaire, dude, just drop me like ten thousand bucks. Ten thousand dollars would just solve my problems right now. 
Yeah. You know, the guys on The Sopranos killed people for $10,000. I'm not going to kill anybody for 10000 but I'll, I'll, I don't know. <laughs> I would do some things for $10,000. What would you do for $10,000? What's the worst thing you would do for $10,000? Um, I don't know, dude. The worst thing, probably, probably give Caitlyn Jenner a colonoscopy. I don't know. That's probably like the worst thing I would do. I would, I would, um, I would represent Kanye West in a court of law for $10,000. Dude, you would have to have way more than $10,000 to do that. $10,000 and just a a whole lot of innuendo and we will win that case. Uh, if the Yeezys fit, you must acquit. <laughs> Your Honor, may I uh, may I present to you Exhibit A and just point to Kanye West and be like, "He's Kanye West." I arrest my case. Done. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever noticed that Kanye West makes music for people who would defend Kanye West? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I, <laughs> but I, I'm I, right, aren't I? I guess so. I don't. I I've only heard like maybe two Kanye West songs in my life. Because here's the thing: I don't give a shit about Kanye West. I I know like two songs by him. I listened to the entire Donda album because when it came out, no one would shut up about it, and it it was like, yeah, it was okay, but it just the whole thing sounded kind of just like an experiment almost. Because, like, how much weird instruments can I fit into this fucking song? And, like, people are, are crazy about the guy and act like, you know, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I'm like, have you heard Prince? Have you ever heard a Prince album? I would say go listen to Prince and then listen to Kanye West. Then we'll see who's the better musician. Oh, yeah. I think of the medium between Prince and Kanye West is Beck. Because he's got the crazy of Kanye and the talent of Prince. I don't know. I've never been a huge Beck fan either. I've always find people who listen to Beck to be pretentious. It's like yeah. it's like people who listen to like the Grateful Dead or like Fish. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, if if you fucking bump fish, here's the thing. If you ever want to repel my, my, women. My good friend just, Brian, he he'll, he'll never hear this, but he loves fish. I have made fun of him for like 30 years now for being all over a fish because they're just the worst. I don't know who's worse, fish or the Grateful Dead. They're both pretty bottom oh, of the barrel to me. Like, I, would like rather, I would rather drink a cup of, of, of diarrhea than have to go to a fucking <laughs> fish concert. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the name of their last album. <laughs> Bucket of a uh, cup of diarrhea. But no, if you if you just want like every woman you ever meet to just be instantly repelled by you and just not want to touch you. Just mention that your favorite band is fish. Yeah. Just like, I have you ever seen fish live in concert? Like, I think if, if you're, if you want to be like celibate or if you want to be like, you know, like a monk or something, they should, instead of giving them robes, just give them fish t-shirts. Like that's just (laughs) instant female repellent. And and not like a a good fish t shirt, like a worn out. Yeah, like, so, I saw them alive in two thousand seven. <laughs> like, ugh, it smells Christ. like bo and patchouli. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Oh you know who else find to be pretentious in like the work? Like this is just going to be a rant episode. I'm just going to say all the things I hate this episode. You know what else I hate? I hate Jeez. uh U2. Not U2, okay. but the band U2. I think yeah, they're there's probably a Jew in there. They're they're just the worst. Like Bono is just one of the most pretentious pieces of shit on the planet. I hate him and he thinks he's so his music is so important. But like it's just the worst. Have you ever just listened to you two? They just suck. How the hell? Yeah, they I ever, try not to. How did they ever become like the biggest band in the world? Like I don't understand. Yeah, and Bono's not talented. No, is the thing. He's the lead singer, and he's not that great of a singer. None of the other band members are talented either. All the guitar player, what's his name? The, the Edge. All he yeah, does Edge. is all he does is play one. Listen to every song. It's one string and he has an echo on it. That's all he does. Play like one string with an echo. And that's it. That's all he does. Yeah. I think U2 makes music for people who would like U2. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like every song they have has to have like meaning behind it. Like the song one is like, ah, this song's all about the poor kids in Africa. It's like, no, you're just doing that so that you would get fucking media attention. Like, you're doing that to stroke your own fucking ego. Like, you don't actually give a shit. Yeah. And even if you did, I don't fucking care, dude. Don't put it in your music. Like, don't (laughs) shove it down my throat, please. Another band I hate, R.E.M. It's like, it's it's like pretentious college boy rock. Like it, 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 REM is the kind of music that you can't stand, but you, you like people. I, I bet the people that listen to REM still don't like REM. They just listen to it because it's cool to listen to REM. <laughs> but it's not cool. It's, to listen but it's to not REM cool. <laughs> Do you believe? Like back in the nineties, they were like the the ultimate like alternative rock band or whatever. And like, <laughs> yeah, they were so cool back then. But they weren't cool. They all, they've always been terrible. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like their music. I'm not going to lie. But it's like, I'm never going to, you know, someone's like, I'm never going to be like, hey, pass me the ox. And then just put on fucking, that's me in the corner. Like, I'm never going to, that's never going to be me. Uh, who else can I? Oh, yeah. You know, my, the absolute worst band of all time is, uh, falls from grace. Yeah, well, besides that. <laughs> uh, fall as well. Besides them. Um, hold on, I have to think of another band you've been in. <laughs> I don't know, tell me. Guns N' Roses. Oh, I, yeah, dude, dude. Guns N' Roses fucking suck. I hate Guns N' Roses. And they when fucking ev- suck. Dude, when I hear the opening guitar part for uh, Sweet Child of Mine... Like, I could literally slaughter an entire uh, uh, kingdom of puppies. Like, it's, I, I don't know what else to say, right? That's the first words that came to my head. But I hear the, 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 the beginning of that song, and I know that I'm in for, like, four minutes of hell. Yeah. And, I mean, look, they have some, some bangers that are good for, like, monster no. commercials. No, they don't. You know? Well, it's like, <laughs> look, you're like, welcome to the jungle. Like, that's just the background of, like, the new Call of Duty right <laughs> like that's what it's for i would rather i would rather burritos. have kid rock follow me around going i'm yes. king 
sit all day long just doing that and then have to listen to Guns N' Roses. I don't know, dude. I would have that just like I would pay good money for that. I would pay $10,000. My hard earned $10,000 I got for representing Kanye West. I would pay that to Kid Rock to follow me around and go, My name is Kid. Just, just every day. time I enter a room. That's and all he's like, That's not Kid Rock. <laughs> that's just all he does all day is just walk, follow you around. Just, My name is Kid. And just all day. Can you imagine that? That would be that would literally be hell. Yeah, no, I I mean, I would like it. I love Kid Rock. <laughs> I take a hard stance on a lot of things. Hard stance. Kid Rock's the best. Yeah. Kid Rock's the best, dude. <laughs> oh, it's a bone to bring to bring to get to get printed in a Can you imagine being genius. in like the same room with like Axl Rose, uh Kid Rock? Oh my- God, the amount Bono. of nasal spray they go through. <laughs> Bono. Are you uh, kidding me? Michael Stipe and and uh, Bruce Springsteen. Like, <laughs> all oh, of those dude. in one room. The most untalented person. Like, it, when you match fame to talent, Bruce Springsteen has the furthest ratio. He's not good <laughs> at all. His music sucks, asshole. He sucks live. He didn't have it hard growing up. Like on the street in New Jersey, I was born to run. Like, dude, you grew up in a suburb. Fuck you. Yeah. Hey, he's been a a a multi-millionaire for like 45 years now. You can't, you're not allowed to sing about being blue collar anymore after that. And he's, yeah, right. he's charging like a thousand dollars a ticket on Broadway for people to come sit and hear him sing his shitty songs with an acoustic guitar. And growl at him all night, like yeah. the shitty. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, and you know he doesn't play any of his hits. Yeah, it's probably this all like the, the deep album cuts. <laughs> yeah, right. I came up with this song while I was hanging out in my hot tub. Getting blown by OnlyFans models <laughs> while I was driving my Jeep down here tonight. And banging supermodels and, you know, uh, smoking $1,000 cigars. I was just thinking how hard it is to be a blue-collar worker in America. <laughs> was in my luxury hotel. I'm about to hit on the corner <laughs> right here. And I was in the shower. And I was doing just a little bit of my shower cocaine. <laughs> and I thought of this song. <laughs> Not just regular cocaine. Shower cocaine. Shower cocaine. You know you're rich if you have shower cocaine. That's what we're naming the episode, shower cocaine. <laughs> shower cocaine, I like it. Uh, we we were brought a topic, by the way. I think now's a good time to yeah, get, get into it. Because I'll just be, I'll just sit here and name shit I hate all night, <laughs> and it'll all just be Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were given a topic by one of our producers that we should get into. Uh, I am the rampage. Wanted us to talk about. Uh, school slash work fights, which I'm assuming he means fist fights we remember or maybe have been in <laughs> from work and school. And Jason, you've been in the workforce for 65 years. Um, you dropped out in eighth grade, but you still had a good few <laughs> years there. What um, what fights do you remember? Um, I don't think I've ever been in an actual fight other than in fourth grade. Okay. 
What did she do? <laughs> uh, we were in the gym and we were just fucking around. It was one of those days where like you're in gym and you're not really doing anything and the teacher isn't really around. So you're just kind of let, let loose to run wild. And, uh, I was sitting up on the, the, the bleachers. Um, I don't know what I was doing, but, uh, this other kid came running up the bleachers and stomped on my hand. So oh. I, I got pissed off and stood up and, and, and we started squaring off and I had never thrown a punch before in my life. So I threw a punch at him and I didn't really want to hurt him cause he was my friend. You know, I just wanted to like, let him know that I meant business. So I just kind of yeah. tapped him a little bit on the chin. This motherfucker proceeded to damn near knock me the hell out. Like he hit oh, me yeah. so hard. I saw stars. And then all I remember was sitting in the office bawling like, <laughs> he hit me. <laughs> yeah, that's a rookie mistake. You never want to just be like, I mean business. Yeah, and, and throw a little weak ass punch. Like if you're going to do it, just go for it. Now go all in and apologize later. Yeah. That's the thing I've learned in life is like, if you're going to fight with somebody or like, I don't know, disagree with somebody or have something to say, it's always better to just, if you're, if you're in this instance where you have to like, just punch somebody or something, just, it's always better to, to act first and, and apologize later, especially if it's a friend. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I've been in a few fights in my life. I remember, I remember the first time I ever hit somebody and it felt so fucking good. Uh, I, it had to have been like third grade maybe. And there was this kid who was just so fucking annoying and everyone hated him. And for whatever reason, he didn't take baths. He just so he just fucking stank. That was always all the that goddamn one kid. Time. <clears throat> that was always that one kid in class that like never took care of himself. Just yeah. smelled like a dog turd. And every and you would assume that it's like oh he has a horrible home life he's poor or whatever. No, his mom took great care of him. Just didn't make him bathe his goddamn self. <laughs> so he just fucking stank. It was you, wasn't it? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> no no no. I never shit. I always shower. I I never shit. Did you ever poop and, in uh, school? No. I couldn't poop no. in school. If I ever had to poop, I would just call my grandpa to come get me. Oh, I've definitely had those days where I was just I've had to take like crying shits in the nurse's office because <laughs> before they'd send me home, the nurse would be like, just go try to use the bathroom. <sighs> and I just cry out of anxiety. <laughs> well, luckily when I was in elementary school, my mom was a teacher's assistant. And uh, for kindergarten, and they had a yeah. bathroom in the in their classroom. So if I had to go, I would just go to her classroom and go in the private bathroom they had. But when I was in high school and stuff, thing about high school, at middle school and high school, I don't know if your school was like this. I went to Deiberville High School uh, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. For those who don't live here, there were no doors on the stalls in the bathroom. Oh, like it, it was just straight up like. You walk in the bathroom, and if somebody was in there taking a shit, like you could just look them right in the eye. Like as soon as you walk in the bathroom, there were no doors on the stalls. Like, how was that legal? No, thank you. No wonder you didn't want to take a shit. Well, no. I remember I would, one time I would literally, if I had to go to the bathroom uh, until I could drive myself and have my own car, I would literally call my grandpa to come get me if I had to go yeah. to the bathroom. No, I remember one time at Van Cleve. 
Uh, I I shit so bad that w- when I left, I I locked the stall door without me being in there. Uh-huh. I just closed it and locked it <laughs> from the other side. I was like, no one needs to go in there. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, it was foul. So but, uh, your high school yeah, hit- in Van Cleve, you guys had stalls on the doors. Yeah, we had stalls on the doors. Why would my school have? And this wasn't just like one building. This was like every student bathroom had no stall doors. No, of course we had doors on the stalls. That's that's absurd. <clears throat> I know it's absurd. My that's school, like military shit. Dude, I had the worst. Oh my god, I had the worst high school experience. Like I could not wait to get out of that place. And oh, you know yeah. how people always say like your teenage years are the best years of your life? No. <laughs> shit. Hell no. Those were the worst. Yeah, definitely at the time. I wish I could go back with the mindset I have now and just focus on what's actually important. And then I think it would have been a lot better. But at the time, it was literally the worst. I think if I could go back in time, I probably could have gotten all my credits by like 10th grade and just graduated early. Oh, for sure. I would have actually tried. Credit college classes. I would have fucking... You know, I would have I would have gotten a fucking 4.0 on the ACT, <laughs> all kinds of shit. If you could go back, if you could go back, um, would you actually apply yourself, or would you just 100%. sort of do the same shit? Oh, dude, that was my biggest mistake in high school was that I just didn't try. If I would have tried, I would have done like I would have had so many more opportunities in college that yeah. I just didn't think about and just didn't you know think it actually mattered. I just think there's something broke broken with me. Like most of my life was spent not giving a shit about anything. Like I cared about the wrong things. Like when I was in high school, all I cared about was I was in karate. I cared about that. And I cared about playing drums. Those were the only two. And then movies, movies, drums, and, and karate were the only three things I gave a shit about. Dude, you sound like the coolest fucking dude dang out with in high school. Got like movies, karate, and fucking pussy, dude. <laughs> My bow staff. <laughs> <laughs> My bow staff, bro. Uh, I remember um, the first time I ever got knocked unconscious was in high school. And it wasn't even a fight. Like, I, I, we were just hanging out on the bleachers. Um, me and my friends. And you, do you ever have that one guy who like people just said was your friend because he just wouldn't fucking leave. I was that you know? guy. Probably. <laughs> if you don't you know who that guy, that guy, if you don't know who that guy is in your group, you're that guy. Yeah. Well, this was that guy. He was just so fucking annoying and we were just blatantly mean to him. I had often like punched him, put him in headlocks, choked him. He's been like, get the fuck away from me. Cause we're, I was like 15, you know? And, uh, I remember one time, by the way, his initials were STD, so we all called him STD. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember at the time, we were we were getting up to go to uh, first block, and we were we were arguing about something or some bullshit. Or he's like, like, I'd beat you in a fight or some shit like that. And I was like, No, you wouldn't. And as I'm getting up and grabbing my backpack, we're on the top bleacher. He pushes me down the bleachers as I'm getting up. Ow! From behind. Ow. So I fall down eight bleachers. 
this all the way. I landed on the bottom bleacher on my back. And I remember like waking up and I seeing like three of everything and like the nerdiest, like dirtiest fucking girl, like loser girl in school was pointing at me laughing. (laughs) And I'm like, who would I ask you? And like all the teachers were already gone because the teachers left first. So like you could literally just stay in the fucking gym until someone came back. Like no one would miss you. Yeah. So I was just there on the fucking bleacher and the whole time he's like, are you okay? I was like, no. I'm not okay. <laughs> you just tried to kill me. <laughs> you pushed me down eight fucking bleachers. I would have. I, I, I would have murdered that guy. I would have, but I was on my last strike. <laughs> you want to know the worst thing that happened to me in high school? And I need uh, to. I need to get my friend Johnny on here. He's like, he's a. He's, he makes skateboard designs and stuff now, but he's a really funny dude we've been friends since the seventh grade i think or seventh or eighth grade we've been friends since then we still talk to this day and we still talk about this incident and i want to get him on here to talk about it one of these nights but um when we were in high school um my friend i used to hang out with my friend johnny and out in the courtyard yeah you know during the mornings before class you'd hang out with your friends in the courtyard then at lunch you'd hang out. We always hung out around the same table. It was me, I, and I was like, I was the freshman and and coming into this group. And uh, Johnny was a year ahead of me, so he was friends with all these other kids that were in like tenth, eleventh grade, and they were kind of like I thought were the cool kids, you know. So I was hanging out with them, and during lunch period, we would take all the uh, ketchup and mustard packs from uh, the 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 cafeteria and we would stomp on them <laughs> and squ- and squirt ketchup and shit all over this one wall to where it was just caked with like mustard and ketchup. And like every week the poor uh, janitors would have to go out there and clean it like sandblasted and shit. But I mean, this went on for like the entire school year. And then, um, <laughs> Towards the uh, the end of the year, well, I wouldn't say end of the year. I'd say somewhere around like February or March. Um, we were out there, and there's this girl that used to work in the office, who was like a student that like did office work and stuff. Well, she was walking past us, and um, I thought she was far enough away, and I stomped on one of those little packets and just sprayed her with mustard, just like all over <laughs> it was i was like oh my god i'm so sorry and she came over she was like yeah come out with me and she grabbed me by the arm <coughs> and brought me to the office and uh of course i had to go into the office with uh our mr Britt. um and i was sent home that day and um so the next morning we had to go back up there me and my my i had to bring a parent to talk to Mr. Britt, the, the vice principal. It'd have to be your parent or just parent? my parent. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, so my dad, you know, he takes <laughs> off work so he can come up there and bring and bring me to school and have this little parent principal conference. And uh, we're sitting there with, with Mr. Britt and he's like telling my dad that we were vandals and all this shit. And, um, and I told him, I said, look, it, it, I, it was on the ground. I said, I didn't know she was walking away. I jumped off the table and I stepped on it. It sprayed her. I didn't mean to do it. And he's like, oh, he's like, I've seen y'all. 
out there spraying the wall with all this stuff. It's like, look, that's I I don't know what you've seen, but I had my story and I was sticking to it that it was on the mm-hmm. ground. I didn't see it. I accidentally stepped on it and sprayed her. So he was like, he made me uh, pay for her dry cleaning, and he said, "Well, I know that group of boys you hang out with, so I'm gonna uh, have them come in here and and punish them too." Um, and I got ISS in school suspension for like four days, I think. And I didn't say anything about the. He tried to get me to rat everybody out, but I'm not a rat. I took the punishment. I took my ISS and I paid for her dry cleaning. That morning, I had to go straight from the principal's office to ISS. My dad leaves. I'm in ISS and I hear over the intercom, uh, we'd like to see Mr. Hall, Mr. Arguelles, blah, blah, blah. All all my friends out there. Mm-hmm. He calls to the office, p- brings them all in and told them that I said that they were the ones spraying, uh, that I ratted them out and put ketchup and shit all over the walls. And from then on, I was like the pariah. Like if I came around the table, they were just like, get the fuck away from here. Like, we don't want to hang out with you. Like go the fuck away. You fucking loser and all this shit. I'm like, I swear to God, I didn't say anything, but like they never, Johnny was the only one that remained friends with me because we used to ride the bus and I like convinced him. I was like, dude, I swear to God, I did not say anything. And he said straight up that Mr. Britt told them that I, I ratted them out. So that dude fucking ruined me for like the next three years of high school. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. There's nothing worse than like being accused of something that you didn't do but Dude, everyone that, thinks that you did that it. shit fucking follows you man oh yeah especially yeah, like it- in high school like dude that like my social my social uh what would you say uh Status. my social value fucking my social stock fucking bottomed Plummeted. out after that <laughs> Like my stock yeah. looked like Tesla. It just went from like <laughs> yeah. eight hundred dollars a share to like a, a, a fifty cents a share overnight. Yeah, no one's investing in space robins over here. Nope, not anymore. After dude, that was a tough. That was a really tough time for me as a kid. After that, because like it's that's why whenever somebody's mad at me, like or if I think somebody's mad at me, like I will, I cannot stop until I find out why they're mad at me. Or mm. I, I will apologize because when you have like an entire group of people that like they're your only friends in school, like these are the only people I hung out with, and that got yanked away from me. And like I didn't do what they thought I did, but there was nothing I could do to convince them that I didn't do it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I could imagine what it would be like to like be a, accused of a crime. And then you go to jail for it. And you're just like, I didn't fucking do anything. Right. Now, I would do something in jail. Just to, <laughs> it's like, I'm fucking here anyways. I'm yeah, but what can I do? I didn't have any friends. Right. And the friends I did have fucking hated me. And then that shit spread to where other people didn't want to be friends with me because everybody thought I was a fucking rat. No, 100%. At least everything I got accused of in high school, I actually did. 
<laughs> so I was, and I and I still made everyone believe I didn't do it. I was like, That's, does that seem like something I would do? I'm like, no, I guess not. But yeah, you don't yeah. fucking know me because <laughs> I was so quiet. Yeah, but I, that was the thing. I was the quiet kid, and like didn't really met, bother people or anything. So like, I don't know. I guess I have an untrustworthy face. <laughs> people think I'll rat them out. I don't know. But that's why I have a complex about that shit now. Yeah. It's probably because you look like a retired DEA agent. <laughs> I didn't back then. I actually had hair. I looked more like you back then than I do now. Back then, you probably they probably thought you were fucking 21 Jump Street. Probably. No. <laughs> this guy's a fucking cop. Dude, I was he's, like... He's 30. I was a chubby kid. Kind of a chubs, man. When I was a kid. And then... I remember one day, and I, I might have said this when Corin Nemec was on the show uh, in ninth grade. Like, if you ever watched um, uh, Parker old, Lewis can't lose. Parker Lewis can't lose. He had those like silk button up shirts. I thought yeah. that was like the coolest shit ever. So I actually saved up my my money and went and bought one of those same style like silk shirts Dude. that he had. I wore it to school. First thing, I walked up to the table, and my friends, first thing I heard was, what's up, Parker Lewis? Everybody started laughing at me. Dude, that's the fucking nerdiest thing you could do, <laughs> is wear one of those shirts. I thought like, it was cool. The name of the show is Parker Lewis Can't Lose, but the whole show's about him fucking losing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to wear that shirt, dude. Oh, man, but that, I, anything else that, that the producers wanted us to talk about or no no that that was it really yeah i didn't really have any we got i didn't have any fights in high school or anything Uh, i remember i got a fight in middle school once uh these two kids were slap fighting over my desk and one of them was my friend and he's my friend slapped me on accident and i got up and beat the (laughs) fucking living shit out of him because he slapped me and the whole time he's crying and apologizing, like, why are you doing this? Like, because you fucking slapped me. And um, he got ISD and I got suspended. And my dad went up there and, and talked to the assistant principal. It was pissed off because the kid slapped me first and only got ISD. But I got suspended for three days. And uh, he ended up making the assistant principal cry and threatened to quit his job. Wow. Because he <laughs> chewed him out. So fucking bad. My dad is a is built entirely different. Uh-huh. Like this was an <laughs> older man who has like probably served in the military at one point. Like like you think of like your old school assistant principal. Like he was the epitome of that. And my dad went up there with his fucking three teeth in his head, fucking <laughs> yelling at him. He's like, Why do you have fucking strongest suspended? And he just broke down in tears. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't have any uh any fight stories. Uh, all anything I'll say is uh, I like listening to the old Rob podcast because he talks about a lot of the teachers and stuff that I had growing up too. Because we went to the same yeah. high school, and uh, he had an episode a couple of weeks back talking about a guy named Mister Davis, who was the social studies teacher. And I mm-hmm. thought back, like, how hard would it it was for that guy? Like, because this dude kept a, a pistol, like a revolver in his desk and, like, pulled it out <laughs> on the class one day. And I'm like, Why? this dude, just to show that he wasn't to be fucked with. 
And I'm like, <laughs> that's a whole different level. And then I'm like, you know, I don't kind of don't blame him because imagine because that dude, had, I was there from 92 to 95. And there were only three or four black teachers there. Um, but they had all been there for like 20, 25 years. So you can imagine what it was like to be an African-American teacher at a, you know, South Mississippi high school in like the 60s and 70s like that. That doesn't mean you get to pull a gun on a 15 year old. Yeah, but I understand why he would carry a pistol and keep it in his desk. I mean, I get it. I understand why you would do that now. Yeah. Well, all I mean, the this school was, shootings, everything. This was like 1993. This motherfucker pulled a fucking revolver out of his desk yeah. and was just like, I am not to be fucked with, and just laid it on his desk. I'm like, I will do my fucking homework. I will do whatever you tell me to do. Right. Dude, imagine if, like, you hear over the intercom, it's like, oh, there's an active shooter situation, and your math teacher just pulls out a fucking AR-15. It's like, well, <laughs> get under the desks, kids. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, if, you, if you go to... I don't know if it's this way today, but back then in the 90s, like, there wouldn't have been a school shooter situation because most of the teachers were packing. Dude, that is insane. No, it was a scandal when our teachers had uh, booze in their water bottles. Oh, dude, our teachers had booze all over the place, man. Yeah. I mean, in colleges, that's still, like, accepted. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could have a teacher sipping on some fucking scotch in a higher education scenario. Yeah. It's pretty classy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't know. We should leave. Yeah, I think we're done for tonight. Is there anything else we want to uh, throw out there before we before we leave this evening? No, I got a thing to do. All right. Um, well, I do want to so say I gotta that... Uh, I got to do a thing. March, it is uh, March 18th, 2023. We'll be rocking the sound at uh, Point Cadet Biloxi with nine point. Adelita's Way, uh, Gemini Syndrome, bunch of other bands. It's an all-day festival. Go to the to the sound 228com and get your tickets. You can go to at the sound 228 on Twitter and uh, the sound 228 on Facebook. It's going to be an awesome day of music. So if you're on the Gulf Coast, go get your tickets now before the day of because the tickets are going to go way up in price day of the show. So get them early, and uh, it's going to be March. 20 oh march 18th 2023 and i think that's gonna do it for tonight anything else before we go uh not really man we've got a fucking guest next week hopefully maybe and um yeah as far as this month that's it uh we still got to do our bonus content which uh as soon as we get a date scheduled for that we have a lot of fun ideas yep so all right well, if That's you, you want to help me get a new computer, you can head to patreon.com slash podcast and give us a buck a month. That's all it takes to get the extra content. And you can email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com and our website is openmikers.com and we will see you guys next week! We got to tell you guys about B-Res Coffee Company. 
That's right, B-Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by gamers. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out of this world chocolate and caramel flavored roast, or the two hearties one ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own open micers roast of coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order.